A common tactic is claiming loans and repayments. One recurring tactic is parents claiming that they have extended loans to their children during their marriage and then demanding repayment during the divorce settlement. This strategy on the surface reduces the amount of cash going to the ex-spouse. However, for such claims to succeed, there are strict requirements. Divorce can stir up complex emotions and asset battles, but a recent trend has emerged, spouses enlisting their parents in an attempt to safeguard their own assets. While no official count exists for these disputes, at least five of such cases have reached the High Court in the past year. These cases usually involve parents joining their children's divorce proceedings, aiming to claim a share of the disputed assets with the belief that they can prevent their ex-in-laws from accessing these assets. In today's episode, we'll talk about some details of the cases, explore how these tactics are often met with challenges. A common tactic is claiming loans and repayments. One recurring tactic is parents claiming that they had extended loans to their children during their marriage and then demanding repayment during the divorce settlement. This strategy on the surface reduces the amount of cash going to the ex-spouse. However, for such claims to succeed, there are strict requirements. Number one, bank records as evidence. Parents must produce bank records demonstrating that the loan amount was indeed transferred to their child during the marriage. Number two, regular repayments. Corresponding records must also show that the child had regularly repaid the loan to the parents. If these conditions are not met, the court will usually view the money as a gift intended to support the couple, eliminating the need to return the money from the shared marital pool in a divorce settlement. There is the case of the father seeking repayment. In this particular case, a couple's divorce was already underway when the husband's father entered the scene seeking a court order to claim around $740,000 of the matrimonial assets. He argued that approximately $660,000 of this was proceeds from the sale of two properties that belonged to him. He further claimed to have inherited an additional $80,000 when the mother passed away sometime earlier. The father also argued that he transferred these properties to his son, in part to help in repaying the mortgage when he faced financial difficulties. The properties were eventually sold to settle the father's debts, but he did not explain why he allowed the son to keep a portion of the proceeds. However, the son's ex-wife countered these claims, pointing out that her former husband had never mentioned during the marriage that he was holding any such property or money on behalf of the father. She asserted that the son... Her ex-husband had always treated these properties and the money in the bank account as his own. The High Court judge referenced the Civil Law Act, which requires anyone claiming a beneficial interest in the property to provide documents to prove it. As the father could not produce these documents, the judge found that he had no stake in the two properties listed under the son's name. In addition, the judge concluded that the father had transferred one of the properties to his son to shield it from creditors in case of bankruptcy, leaving him with no claim to the proceeds. Additionally, the judge also found discrepancies in both the father and son's accounts of how the inheritance money ended up in the son's bank account, and neither could produce bank transfers confirming the inheritance. Consequently, the father's case was dismissed and the disputed sum was included in the couple's shared for division. In another unusual case, the husband's parents staked a claim on the couple's HDB flat, contending 
that it was purchased entirely with their money. The dispute arose when the son did not comply with certain court orders, leading the former wife to secure an order for the flat's sale. While the flat was in the son's name, the parents insisted that they were the actual owners because they had used the proceeds from the sale of their previous flat to buy it. However, the Court of Appeal ruled that the parents could not have any stake in the son's flat because HDB rules specifically bar non-owners from having beneficial interest in such properties. The court stressed that if these claims were valid, the entire subsidy scheme operated by HDB would be undermined. The court declared that the son was the sole owner of the flat, ensuring that the property could be dealt with accordingly in the divorce proceedings. In financial disputes during a divorce, it's essential for couples to resolve their conflicts amicably and fairly without resorting to tactics unsupported by evidence. Involving parents can complicate matters and escalate legal costs when these claims inevitably fail. Instead, it's wiser for divorcing parties to focus on the bigger picture, aiming to find equitable resolutions and minimize the emotional and financial toil that a divorce can take on both parties. So now you know. If you found this helpful, follow and subscribe to our channel for more legal things.